Hello and welcome to What on at Sydney World Cinemas. I am Luke Owen. And I'm Dan Layton. Hi Dan, how Hi. are you? I'm well. I'm 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 emotionally stable. Oh yeah. Yeah, as a result of our main topic of the uh, <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Everything's fine. Yeah. Uh -huh. I really like Vikings. <laughs> I mean it was it was exciting to be able to do this episode because I was very excited to do the the review of the trailer. Yeah. Very excited about the new Thor movie. Yeah. I love Ragnarok. Yeah. And I think the first film is Pretty good. And? The second one is not. That's incorrect. <laughs> but, the, but Ragnarok is possibly, if not top 10, it's certainly top 15. Yeah. It was, it was a very bold choice. I think that was the first time Marvel really took a, a punt, isn't it? On something a bit wild. Yeah, I think so. But since they announced Ragnarok, and it's yeah. like, you know, it's the end of Asgard. It was meant to be this big sort of culmination mm. of the Thor trilogy and be like this big end point for it. And then Taika Waititi came on and was like, what if it's a comedy? Yeah, what if it's absolute banter? Yeah. I, and also it was stylistically so interesting as well. It like looked really colourful in a way that they've lent into with this new one yeah yeah well we need to get into this main show here and then we'll be looking at some of your comments on a previous episode uh in fact actually you know should we, should we kick off some of those comments i would love fact, to before we do get into the main episode uh yeah, because geek time. here says i got my tickets for dr strange as soon as they went on sale imax 2d and 3d 4dx and screen x goodness gracious that's a level of commitment that i really respect actually hopefully not all on the same day because i think you'd be quite tired yep glucose levels will go down Bearded McFly says, there can't be variants of Scarlet Witch. She's a Nexus being. There is only one of her. That's a more of a comic book thing. She was a regular human person mm. in uh, the comic books, in, in the MCU world. What's a Nexus being? Big John's world. No answer my question. <laughs> <laughs> there are some people who might not know. Big John's world said, the ship of Theseus would have been such a more apropos thing to explain rather than the sugar babes paradox. Yeah, but look, it's way more fun if it's the sugar babes. I, which is a sentence I've said many times <laughs> in various different settings. But I would personally argue that the sugar babes paradox should be in schools. Do you, it's want, a to, thing... do you want to explain it again? Yes, absolutely. The sugar babes paradox is very simple. All three members of the sugar babes over time were replaced. And yet the band was still called the sugar babes. If they are no longer the original lineup, are they really the sugar babes? That's the question. It's, very, it's, a, it's an interesting metaphysical, philosophical question. Let's get into the main show here, where we're talking about Thor and Natalie Portman's arms. Here is the show. I am Luke Owen. And I arrived here today by taking the short tube journey between Charing Cross and Greenwich. Dan Lane. <laughs> A wonderful Dark World reference. Right? Oh yeah, one of the best movies ever made. At top 30 anyway. At least. That's another reference. I've just done two in the first five seconds. No, I, I know, but... Mm. I'm really proud of myself you today. Don't, you, you, don't, you don't really think that, though, you? No, but you, because no one really you can't come at me this week because it's my special day. Because the Thor trailer's out. <laughs> hey, I like Thor trailers too. Yeah, but you 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 poo-poo Thor poo -poo 2 the Dark World. Everyone poo-pooed the second They're movie. all incorrect. It's uh, uh, watch it again, is all I'm saying. It's got some it's got some merit. Can I have uh, an opinion from the room? Thor 2, thumbs down or thumbs up? I see 26 thumbs up. <laughs> is the thumbs down? 
That no, thumbs not. down. He's lying. There are, there, there are, thumbs down. In fact, a whole arena full of people behind the camera are cheering. They don't know. Well, what we can, what I can tell you is that the third movie, Ragnarok, mm -hmm. very good, was excellent, yeah, was brilliant, and akin Taika to Waititi, the first two. Exactly. And <laughs> I'm not going to ever back down on this. And Taika Waititi is mm -hmm. a superb director, an incredibly yes, funny very, man, a very, yeah. very good writer. And we're back now for mm -hmm. Thor: Love and Thunder with yep. its very big cast that it's got now, because we've got Christian Bale and Russell Crowe added to uh, to the proceedings, and Natalie Portman is mm. back. She's back. She's back. So, shall we watch the first trailer for this? Yes, this which will you, be. You have seen. This will be like my seventeenth, eighteenth time of watching. Mm -hmm. I, the I genuinely, nearly had a little teary moment on the tube when I first saw it. So. So this is only I'd like my... to point out where it was. Oh, really? This is only my second time watching it. You're in for a treat. <laughs> Here we go. Love that classic Thor outfit. Yeah. Well. Very nice. That ties in with something else I'm going to talk about later. No. Retirement Thor. Look at him doing his lovely little centre meditation. Mm -hmm. Off his ass. Like Wim Hof. Like, like centre. Banger, by the way. When oh. that kicked in, mm. I had a heart flutter. A bit of... The Guardians there. I get the feeling the Guardians aren't going to be in this a whole deal. I, I agree. So I, think... I think that's them leaving. Yeah. Uh, we're about to get a shot that absolutely, this one, yeah. sent me. <laughs> They've made him Jack Sparrow. Oh, it's it's so pretty, isn't it? Isn't it? it? It's it's just feels magic and ethereal. That's very interesting. That's taken directly from the comics. I yeah, I saw the little side by side. There's Tessa Thompson and this Star Lord. This this shot here. There's <laughs> a <laughs> braid as well. That is such. Wait 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 wait. Okay. wait. All right, all right. Silence, please. There she but, is, look. Look at them. Look at the triceps on the pair I was about to say, we well, just said then look at them because what we're talking about is her arms. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Massive, massive arms. I, uh, can we watch it again? <laughs> Do you want to watch just that last 10 seconds again? <laughs> yeah. You were going to say something about the about The, the, the title. Font. Well, the, the font is going to look, saying this is, you know, very much a Luke Owen thing to say. Yeah. Oh, it's a bit He-Man, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Not unlike Chris Hemsworth in many ways. It is. It's just, it's a very He-Man-esque font. Yeah. And I, and I love it. They're, they're really leaning into that kind of like stylistic, you know, comic booky, cartoony vibe oh, for yeah. the whole the whole thing, aren't they? Yes. So, first impressions mm. from the trailer. This is, you said like the 17th, 18th Oh, time so I've watched it, it so many times. Yeah. Which I don't normally do for trailers, but something about Thor, who is my favourite of the heroes because I'm well into all the mythology stuff and I'm also into, you know, arms. Um, Sif was also, I was a big fan of Sif, you see. I like mm -hmm. the whole, you know, all of it. Um, Bring her back. Justice for Sif. Um, I, yeah, so I was very into Thor anyway. So that was that. Then the trailer gave me moments of like Pirates of the Caribbean. The music, Sweet Child of Man is a song that a lot of us love but was a very personal one for me when I was growing up. It was just so magic that I had to just keep watching on loop. And then I watched it on my big telly, then I watched it on my laptop, I watched it on every screen in my house so that I could possibly, you know. And, and it also presents a different story that we haven't seen in the MCU mm. yet, which is 
retirement. Yeah, it looks very much like, I mean, that's the vibe I get is that it's it's sort of a victory lap for Hemsworth. I don't know whether or not, I don't know contract details or I, anything I like that. I feel like it must be though, right? Because it's giving like, me that vibe. We are seeing, you know, the turnover now of mm. talent within the MCU. Mm. Like Evans is gone, Downey Jr. is gone, John, uh, Johansson is yeah. gone. Like, you know, Ruffalo is sticking around, but he's now very much on the a, periphery. On the periphery. He's a background character for yeah. other people's uh, shtick. Yeah. And this does feel like this is, you know, we are introducing, well, bringing back Jane Foster, mm. bringing back Natalie Portman to mm -hmm. become Mighty Thor. So this is the send-off for, for Hemsworth. Because he's spoken about how he sort of thought he was pretty much done with it. And then he had so much fun with Taika Waititi on, on Ragnarok. He was like, well, I can, there's more in this. There's one more to be done, I yeah. think. Yeah. And I think there's something quite emotional seeing the, the sort of childhood Thor going all the way through. And not forgetting that Ragnarok, he sort of had his whole world pulled under so he's very much looking for himself like yeah. with, with Ragnarok and then with with the events of Endgame and Infinity War he he, I think his whole sort of thought process about the world has sort of disappeared a little bit yeah so there's a lot for him to sort of try and understand and that idea of regaining family and obviously he'd been missing Jane we saw that in Endgame um going off with the Guardians is sort of a way for him to try and find family and the vibe I get from the trailer is he's still looking for that yeah, I think he's just sort of looking for his purpose, yeah. really. Because like Endgame was a very reflective time for Thor. And I think the, probably the most interesting character journey through mm. that is because he failed yeah. in Infinity War. Yeah. And it's coming to the realisation of that failure in Endgame and trying to overcome that failure mm. uh, and trying to sort of like what that means for him. And now it's, you know, he's going off on this adventure with the, the Guardians of the Galaxy, the Asgardians of the Galaxy. Mm. And it's, but like maybe he's just being like, do you know what? Maybe I don't need this. Mm. Maybe I, I have done everything that I need to do. And like, because you know, we have got a villain for this movie, yep. which is Christian Bale. Nowhere in the trailer. Nowhere in the trailer. Not to be seen. Particularly, which is quite massive because he's the god killer. Because mm, you have that shot that was the side by side. That, that I don't know the coach's name, but it's, it is a god, isn't I've it? I've got it written down right oh, here. Oh, queued you up. Uh, that is Falagar the Behemoth, who was right. killed by Gore in the comics. And yeah. then you're like, there's a shot that is directly lifted from the comics of that big behemoth that's laying there. Because Gore goes on a whole god-killing spree, doesn't yes, he? That's because the point. we've got Zeus here. Well, I was going to say... by Russell Crowe, and they're going to Olympus. Yeah, could you imagine we get Russell Crowe for all of about three minutes, and then Christian Bale's Gore comes in and just, like, wipes them out? What a statement that would be. Because that's a really interesting idea, then, which is this is a movie, what at least the trailer sets up, is that Thor is looking to retire, mm. and we have now got a god-killer coming after to kill a god. I don't want to see that. I just realised that you said a lot of words there that I realised I didn't like very much. <laughs> but I feel like, you know, that is, a, you know, the, the final test for yeah. him in a way is someone who is just like coming up to like to end his mm. life just as he's looking to end his career. Yeah. So, or, he's, or he's looking for some form of new purpose, new life. I, I, oh. There's also the shot of um, Tessa Thompson's Valkyrie in a suit, a little bit like she's got confused that day and thought yeah. that she was doing Men in Black. Um, <laughs> okay. Well, and because Chris Evans. Exactly. Was, Chris Evans was there. Yeah. Damn, that was um, really a really good so joke. Close. Um, it's because no one saw the film. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyway. <laughs> there was something, there's something about the way she's sat there looking, where she's almost looking at some form of dead end because there's but New Asgard and she's in charge of New Asgard. Exactly, she's king of Asgard. If you've been a Valkyrie, look, yes, though, and exactly. you've been off in a suit, and yeah, you're business people, you've got protocol oh. and red tape. It's not really. So I think there's a lot, and then you know the Guardians are also in a way looking for their family because Gamora's off, and you know they've still got each other. But Star Lord's going to be 
you know wistful about that. That was mm. the last thing we saw of them was the was the searching for Gamora kind of screen in the in the was it in the Venator? Was it in the Venator? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, so I think it, it's it's a movie about trying to find yourself. I think, and and especially with Natalie Portman playing Jane again, Mighty mm-hmm. Thor, that idea of finding your purpose or your, your you know worthy of holding Mjolnir. Well, let's dive into that because I think that is kind of one of the big talking points coming yeah. out of this which you know the news had come out a few years back that mm. Natalie Portman was coming back for Thor Love and Thunder and she was going to be playing the mighty Thor and which on, is... on the stage they walked around and handed her me on there so like, exactly, we've yeah. seen that from the beginning so that is you know like taken directly from the comics mm. of Jane Foster taking over that role but I was reading through the, the synopsis that was released by mm. Marvel um so it's at the end here. It's just like do do do. Thought enlist the help of King Valkyrie, Tess Thompson, Korg, and ex-girlfriend Jane Foster, who, to Thor's surprise, inexplicably wields his magic hammer Mjolnir as the mighty Thor. Together they embark on a harrowing cosmic adventure. Yada 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 yada. Yeah. So the it's the inexplicably there. Thor's surprise inexplicably. Hmm. Multiverse. Yes. She is from a different. I was earth. thinking about this because there is there is precedent of like a mortal taking on the mantle of Thor right in the comics. Mm-hmm. This is, I'm not a comic-y person, but with Thor, I'll do some digging. So I had read, was it Eric Masterson? The, mm-hmm. the, the, so there's mortal precedent, anyway. Is this our Jane Foster, or is this a different Jane Foster? That's kind of, because Mjolnir was, sorry, I'll try this again. Meow, meow. Meow, meow. Yeah. Was destroyed. Yeah. We saw it, but, but so now, go on. But please. No, 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 you, you go. Because in the trailer, it's... It's fragmented. Yeah. It's fractured. Yeah. I've watched it, it 17 together? times. Who put it back together? <laughs> Who put it back together? Who put it back together? I don't know. Did, did she put it back together with a bit, bit of, by bit, bit glue? Bit, bit of super glue, bit Let of plastic yeah, on yeah. there. <laughs> Just that PVA glue, <laughs> which comes in squeezy bottles. <laughs> she was trying to make Tracy Island. <laughs> this <laughs> is an art attack. You know, so who knows? Neil yeah. Buchanan put together Beyond. That's my new head cannon for the Marvel Cinematic Universe. You're a head Buchanan. Hey, look at us go. <laughs> anyway, I thought it was an awesome trailer. I, I'm so excited. I'm so excited I, in, a, in a very earnest and child glee way. Yeah. And also in a slightly more adult way. Um, I can't lie to you. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. I, was, I thought I, I was pumped for Doctor Strange. Yeah. I still am pumped for Doctor Strange. But yeah. that is now like a... Like, Oh, I can't wait to see. You know what I mean? And I and I've said for a long time that I was so, I sort of saw Endgame as my endgame with the MCU as a big fan. I was like, we've had that really incredible run. Nothing like this is ever gonna happen in the movies again. It's probably probably the time for me to pass on with that kind of era of my life. And then they keep bringing stuff out and then they give me this Thor trailer and they pull me back in. Just when I thought Just I was out. Your... you know it is the 60th anniversary of bond i did know that and i'll tell you why because they haven't stopped talking about it for a really long time and to celebrate the 60th anniversary of bond for the next 25 weeks oh 13 locations 13 cineworld locations will be showing a different Bond movie. Now, this is what I'm talking about. Because when they're just like, oh, it's been loads of years of Bond, I'm like, okay, very good. Well, I very much enjoyed that Top Gear special. This is what I'm talking about. Show me the movies again. Okay. okay. We can go up to the big screen. Yes. And watch these classic Bond movies, newer Bond movies for the next 25 weeks. I 
genuinely didn't know this was happening. You have just broken this news to me as we sit here. Yep. That's thrilling. It's really exciting, isn't yeah. it? And we are kicking things off with From Russia With Love. So that's going to be the first one on the big screen yeah. this week. Uh, I'm going to list through the 13 locations. Okay. So grab your maps. Did you hear that click just then? No, I didn't actually. It was good. I hope you got it on the mic. <laughs> Bring out your maps to make sure so you can find a Cineworld close to you. Basildon, Cardiff, Crawley, Edinburgh, Glasgow, Renfrew Street, London O2, Hemel Henstead, Milton Keynes, Newcastle, Nottingham, Poole, Stevenage and Sheffield. If you're a massive Bond fan, get yourself a classic car and go to all of them. <gasps> One each per week. Oh, I you like imagine? it. Yeah. yeah, it's good. There's yeah. a good vlog in that. There really is. I'll be right back. <laughs> I can't drive. <laughs> but, <laughs> but okay, I, which I one would you? Oh, well, road trip. Road trip. Renfrew Street, here we come. Are you, are you listening, Cine World? Um, what would be your uh, bond of choice? Uh, mm, I am a. Splendid twice. I really like. Okay. I really like that. I see. I I would. The Skyfall is obvious because I think it's the best one, but also it was kind of recent. And since we're given this opportunity to go back and look at some of the classics, yeah. Can I tell you why I have a really soft spot for Live and Let Die? Yeah, yeah. More Bond. Yeah, is my Bond. There you go. I like the gadgets. Mm -hmm. I like the quips. Yeah. I as much as we the all, lasciviousness. As much as we all love Daniel Craig's yeah. very serious, very gritty Bond. Bond. Yeah. <laughs> just like where, where's the exploding watch? Sorry, you haven't made a single pun. Exactly, yeah. Know. I don't care if you're drinking a glass of Carlsberg. Just yeah. like give me a watch that has, I don't know, a grenade in it or something. <laughs> I would also like to give um something like Goldeneye another go, if only to have Tina Turner. That's the best that's for me is the best song. Oh. The best Bond song of all. Yeah. So I would like for that to be in full cinematic. Yeah, as I said, I like End of sentence. I love Roger Moore Bond, yeah. and I just think he got better with age. I thought the older that he got, the better as Bond he got. <laughs> well, yeah, because he's played it 17 million times by that point. And just still casting 20-year-olds as <laughs> <laughs> That's the most Bond thing of all, oh, if we're honest. He's the best. Our brand new release this week, however, is The Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent. The Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent. With one of my favourite film posters of the year, mm -hmm. which is starring Nicolas Cage as Nick Cage. Yeah. Did you see the clip they released yesterday? Of them watching Paddington 2. Oh my god, it's so good. Yeah. We are spoiled this week for movies coming out, because this one is something where it's like... It, it's a batty idea. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But I haven't seen it yet. I have not been special enough to go to this one. Neither have I, and I didn't get to go to the uh, the unlimited screening that we had yeah, I, either. Yeah, I wanted to, but I could not mm. go. And then I saw the clip yesterday of Nicolas Cage and Pedro Pascal mm -hmm. watching Paddington 2 and yeah. crying, and I was like, oh, I didn't realise I wanted to see this film this, this badly. badly. Yeah, well, fortunately, it's out this week. So, so there you go, that's my go. weekend sword. I'm very, very excited for it, because it feels like someone's just had an idea and gone, what if? And they've really let it flow and then they've given it a budget and turned it into a movie and now we all get to watch it together this week. Uh, also out this week is The Lost City, available in 4DX, VIP and Super Screen. I was a big fan. I was you a big were. fan. I thought it was very silly fun. I thought it was that nice little bit of a swashbuckling adventure. 
with a little rom-com in there. Brad Pitt shows up for a good time and a good time he does indeed have. And we had the chance to sit down with Sandra Bullock. Sandy B. Daniel Radcliffe. Radders. Here's what happened. I read the script and it was awesome and Sandra was in it and it was like, yes, I'll do that. <laughs> Easy. He's so good at these answers. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. It's so much easier when they're true. Bring it, Daniel um, Radcliffe. So there is a scene in which Sandra and I are sitting and at the end of the scene, there's a, a huge meat and cheese vortex that happens uh, and the SFX guys brought in these massive fans to blow it all around. So that's what we did in the wide. But when we got to the close up, I got to very much enjoy watching about 10 people just belt feeding nuts and cheese into their hands and then flinging brie at, at Sandra. Oh, my Bullock. face. It was a very, We very said, anyone who's moment. angry at me, because it was later on in the shoot, please feel free. Just be as vicious as you want. And then walks my assistant, Tamara <laughs> Bunker. Just, and she was a basketball player. She's an athlete. So yeah. I knew she had an arm. And I was like, what are you doing there? I thought we were <laughs> And she was flinging stuff. And she wasn't picking like the soft cheeses. She went for like the apricots <laughs> that had been sitting there for a week. That had already started drying beyond the dried apricot phase. Oh. And just let Lethal. me have it. Yeah. And I'm glad it brought him joy. And Brie is soft until it's... It's not. At velocity, yeah. And you don't want to be pummeled by an aged Parmesan. No. Wedge. Sharp, cut you up. Also out this week is The Northman, Operation Mincemeat's Fantastic Beast, The Secret of Dumbledore, The Bad Guys, Morbius, Sonic, and indeed, The Batman. But what is your pick of the week? My pick of the week is hands down The Northman. I am evangelical about The Northman. Have you seen it yet? I have not seen it oh, yet. Oh, it is so tasty. I mean, I have already given my Viking credentials with The Mighty Thor. Uh, but I I was very excited for this movie because I like Robert Eggers. I like The Lighthouse. I like The Vavitch. Um, and something about this felt like it could be something really special. Having seen it, it is a Hollywood epic. It is of blockbuster gladiator braveheart scale with a bit of spicy little art house flair in there as well Anya taylor joy is just luminescent as per alexander skarsgård's abs are next level there is a moment in the trailer which when it happened in the movie he sort of catches a spear and throws it back i wanted to jump out of my chair <laughs> i was so ready it's a fascinating story do you know the story i do not it is the story of the lion king uh, it is the story of Hamlet, which was based on an original Norse legend of Amleth. Shakespeare was very clever, you see, um, about a, a, a young boy whose uncle kills his um, father. And so the, the whole tagline of the movie is, I will avenge you, father. I will save you, mother. I will kill you, Fjolnir, the name of the uncle. And it's about this sort of vengeance quest, the idea of the cyclical nature of violence, about destiny versus free will. There are so many really interesting ideas in there. And I just think it's fantastic. And I want everyone to go and see it. I want it to make so much money because we don't see stuff like this very often. And I would like for Hollywood to, you know, green light more projects like this. I'm picking the Nick Cage movie because he cries at Paddington too. By all means. Yeah. Dan Layton, you have got a Cineworld Unlimited card. It is worn to pieces. Yep, I've got one as well. Scanned every five minutes. Oh, sat right here in my pocket. There you go. We've got a brand new trailer for it. Stop. Do you want to watch it? I would love to. <laughs> Tickets, please. Oh.
unlimited with the most exciting card you can own. It's just great to have an unlimited card because you can see any film, mm -hmm. anytime, as many times as you want to go yeah. and see it. Sometimes, which, I, which I have now used to see Sonic 2 a, a couple of times. There you go. Some, well, this is it. Sometimes I'm just sat there and I'm like, mm, what can I do? And I'm very fortunate that I literally live a five minute walk away from the Cineworld. <laughs> so I just go, yeah, I'm going to do that. And I walk and I bang and I'm in. Yeah. And it's the sort of things you can take risks on films that you may exactly. not have gone to see previously. Mm. Like the Northern, I wasn't the biggest Bavitch fan. Right. So I would have been, you know, taken a quite a bit of a mm -hmm. step back away from it. However, like your review of it and the fact that it didn't really cost me anything extra to exactly. go and watch it. I would go and take a risk on it. It's fine. And I, I actually, this is weird. I like sometimes seeing a movie where I leave it and I'm like, I didn't love that as much because it for me feels like I'm really filling out my, I'm, I get stuff to talk about. Filling out the taste card, if you will. Hello. Oh, <laughs> television professional Luke Owen. Which is also a perk. Back again. <laughs> it's also a perk of being a limited card yeah, holder. It really is. What is that? Uh, two for one. Mm -hmm, absolutely, yeah, the, at certain restaurants. Yeah, and they're 50% off Domino's. Yeah, and, and I mean, Pizza Hut. And actually, if you're at the cinema, you get a percentage off your snacks and drinks as well. Can I make a small confession to you? What's that? My cinema card in my bag, not my pocket. I just didn't <laughs> want to lie. <laughs> and we've also got unlimited screenings for things like Father Stew on the 13th of May. Which means you get to see films early, like The Lost City one that we had a few weeks ago. Yeah. It's like three weeks before the film came out. Yeah, I, I mean, where I saw uh, Moonfall. I love an unlimited screening because I enjoy very much going with that group of people who really are excited to see this new movie ahead of time. Um, there's always a good vibe. There's always a good buzz and an energy. I saw Parasite in an unlimited screening a few years ago. That was really exciting. So yeah, it, it, I, I, I'm evangelical about this as well. I'm evangelical about many things, the Northman and the unlimited card. And you can also use it to book your tickets for Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness, available in IMAX, 4DX, ScreenX and SuperScreen and Downton Abbey. Downton Abbey, indeed. I'm very excited. To, I wish it was in 4DX. <laughs> Personally, <laughs> I would like the scent of the afternoon tea. But you know, there you go. Yeah, well, missed trick. I know. There's also quite a few people who were very excited on the last episode that you and I did because we shared the clip of me interviewing Sonic and Tails oh, yeah. for Sonic 2. Uh, and Just No Yes here says, uh, Luke's at the studio. I once called Tom Holland, Tom Dolland. In the studio, say no more. You can be one-on-one -on -one with Sonic the Hedgehog. Tonic and Sales. Yeah, I didn't get that wrong. Granted, it was, it was mostly pre-recorded stuff. What are you talking about? So, I thought Sonic, Tails, and indeed Knuckles were there in the studio with you. So... Here's a fun little behind-the-scenes story for okay, you. Okay, please um, do. They took me into a Zoom call, yeah. and they gave me, you know, the the list of questions and stuff. Yeah, and then they said, you know, hey, bounce around it, yeah, and you know, aren't, like use their answers to kind of sort of feed into your next question and stuff. Make it seem real. Make it seem realistic, which I did. Bit of kayfabe. And uh, they said, in direct quote, "That's the best one we've had so far." Oh, we love it when you get a little good good work badge. Here's a story. When I was at uh, primary school in year five. Uh, we were handed out little bits of paper sometimes that said that I was person of the day. <laughs> and that was my highest accolade. Well, that's person the problem with the, the youth of today, isn't it? Yeah. You're always getting awards. <laughs> <laughs> but um, at the end of the, the interview, uh, there's a moment when like, I, I say, oh, can I get a selfie with you? Yeah. And you know, then they sort of rush off and they pose for a selfie and they sort of pose with it, right? So they didn't tell me mm. that 
when they do that, you then post with a selfie and we sort of use that. Oh, I see. So I'm there just sort of like stony faced, yeah. sort of, you know, because the interview's ending. Yeah. And then the guy came on and was like, oh, sorry, I didn't tell you. Um, you're going to post for a selfie with them. So, mm. like, when they sort of run up, just like pull a face and then we just edit the things together. And I was like, great. Grand. He's like, cool, because it's edit we're editing it together. We'll just do a retake of that. And that's yeah. great. So I was like, awesome. So they did that. They did my big old thumbs up, oh, no. goofy face and stuff. And I was like, yeah, this is great. I can see where this is going. And they were like, that's perfect. We'll use that version. Yeah. Uh, and then they sent across the first version. Yeah. So the video ended with them being like, let's go do a selfie. And then just me going, hmm. <laughs> stony face. I will them. not take part in your frivolity. And I was, I was, I was a bit annoyed because I was like, well, now this has got a rubbish ending. And this was your selfie this with Sonic. Sonic. This is your chance. So producer Rich. <gasps> did Ed you come through? edited around it oh and wow fixed it in the edits look at you go <laughs> yeah it was very impressive what a prof television professional <laughs> production professional and, and then me i'm so pleased to see it's got thirty thousand views on youtube yes and it's it just good. lots of people who were very very pleased that i got to interview them so i am thrilled are you gonna uh, do an additional chapter to your book i would like to um specifically about this interview <laughs> just on this yeah. interview yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Um, no I would like to because there's you know quite a few uh, video game movies that have come out uh, within the past couple of months with, yeah well yeah certainly not just the last couple of years yeah. they announced the other day that they're doing a Streets of Rage movie oh so like you know I'm, I'm, I would like to uh, tackle another version of the book yeah if I ever got time to do it though relevant to my interests is there anything on the Kylo No Street Fighter movie in your book uh, oh yes absolutely yeah. good just wanted to make sure do you talk at all about her disco album uh, I did not. But Put I can, that in the new chapter. I can tell you a fun fact about how she got cast in the movie. Though. Please. So uh, they were flying to Australia to yeah. do, um, essentially to go and start filming uh, the movie. Because they had a very short, they had six months to write, film and release the movie. Mm -hmm. um, because they had to be released at Christmas because they, uh, Hasbro were releasing a bunch of toys. Right. That were based around the film. So they had to get out in cinemas so they can get the Christmas Very much the toys. John Lewis advert of films very much so yes yeah. also a fun fact it is not a street fighter movie it's a gi joe movie oh because they were selling gi joe toys with the street fighter branding on them i see which is why it feels more like a gi joe movie gotcha. than a street fighter movie. gotcha anyway so they were flying to australia and the direct writer director Stephen d'souza picked up the in-flight magazine that had a picture of kylie minogue on the front cover yeah and said, oh wow turns out she's an actor yeah i wonder if she'd be interested in being in the movie <gasps> And then the next day she was cast and then was basically on set like a few days later. So that's why in all the promotional shots, she she looks as baffled as any of us. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, she's like, I don't know why I'm yeah, here. Suddenly I've arrived. Yeah. yeah. And they had to cast someone who was Australian as well. Tax, you know, and all that sort of stuff because they were yeah. filming over there. Yeah, certain amount of actors have to be Australian. And it was mm. like, well, Cammy can be Australian. And at that point, it really was just sort of Kylie and Dame Edna. They didn't really have a lot. And, and Dame Edna probably doesn't make sense in Street Fighter, although yeah. I would like to see it. You know, they gave it a go, yeah. and the, the rushes came back, and they were like, I don't think this is working. <laughs> TKO, possums. Uh, anyway, that is what we've got time for on this edition of the podcast. Thank you all so much for listening. We'll be back in seven days' time. I've been Luke Owen. And I've been Dan Layton. And that's what's on. <laughs> <laughs>